What is up, dude? Studians. Happy Tuesday, everyone. November 15th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 453 of the study session. We are only 47 shows away from 500, grinding through. Probably take us into January, the kickoff of the new year 2023, when we hit 500. And I am truly grateful and appreciative that you are with me along the way. So, my gratitude to Yin's, Yin's beautiful, beautiful studies. Anyway, November 15th, only 15 days left to go in this glorious month. And hey, in case you haven't bought your turkey yet, Thanksgiving is next week. So make sure yins are getting ready, making preparations for the fam for your feast. Anyways, you know I love yins. Guys and gals out there, thank you for being supporters of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Just a reminder, don't forget about the podcast that Jim Wexel and I do over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider. Jim and I just recorded a new episode this AM, number 44. We talk everything from this past weekend's victory over the Saints. And Jim discusses his new book, On the Clock. Check it out. You don't want to miss it. It is linked in the show notes. So anyway, here we go. Let's get into today's session. And what I wanted to spend some time discussing is the Steelers running game and why it was successful this past weekend. And I have my theories about that, but there is something that I want to see more of. And I think if it's developed, if it's honed in on, if it's prioritized, it could make this rushing attack sustainable, consistent, and even better than what we saw this past Sunday against the Saints. First of all, this past weekend, we have to acknowledge that the Saints are a bad team. They don't have a good rushing defense. And you can attribute a lot of the Steelers' success to exactly that. To the fact that they were just playing an inferior opponent. They have a smaller defensive line. They took advantage of it. But at the same time, you have to give the Steelers credit for capitalizing on the advantage that they had. What we saw this weekend was the offensive line finally getting a push, finally moving back defensive linemen, finally getting their hands on linebackers and creating seams and spaces for the running backs. But when we talk about individual performances, one thing that stood out to me about Najee Harris is he showed more commitment to the whole. This is something that I've been critical of him all season about. When the space was there, he committed to it, he ran through it, and he picked up big chunks of yardage. And we saw that on that 38-yard carry where there was a little scene there. He committed, he ran, and he had a nice carry. And here's the thing about Harris. When he gets moving, he can break tackles. He's a punishing runner. He just needs to have that little bit of space to get that momentum going. And he could chunk some yardage. And he did that this weekend. 
the offensive line needs to continue to do that this weekend against the Bengals. It's going to be a tougher test, obviously, being AFC North football, being the Bengals. But I think they can continue to get it done. And then, uniquely enough, Jalen Warren's running style is a perfect complement to Harris's physical, powerful, punishing style. He's faster than Harris. He has more mobility in terms of a jump cut runner. He can stop on a dime, make a decision, and reverse field. That's something that Harris doesn't offer. And those contrasting styles really force the defense to be very disciplined and prepared and aware for what that Steelers running game can put out there. Now, I'm not saying this is a juggernaut rushing attack because we need to see it for more than one game. But if they can continue to balance the carries or even have a 60-40 split, you're not only keeping Harris fresh, but you're keeping the defense on their heels because they don't know who is going to be running the football. But here's the element that I want to spend some time talking about that probably was overlooked this weekend in the running attack, and that's Kenny Pickett. Now, I know Canada is enamored with the jet sweeps, the end of rounds, all that, and we saw a lot of that from George Pickens, and he did a nice job with that. But subtly, quietly, Kenny Pickett had a nice rushing day himself. Now, whether those were designed runs or Pickett just pulling the ball down and taking off, here's what I'll say. I believe one of the ways to enhance this rushing attack is to encourage Pickett to run it more. Let me say that again. I think one of the ways to better this rushing attack and enhance it is to encourage Pickett to run it more. What do I mean by that? Well, instead of throwing it away, if there's nothing open down the field, if I were the coaching staff, encouraging Kenny, hey, find the lane, pull it down, run it, pick up five yards, get out of bounds, don't take the big hit, but get those chunks of yardage. Because when you can establish a threat from your quarterback to run, again, it's just more that the defense has to prepare for. It's more that the defense has to defend. And it benefits all areas of the offense. I would even go as far and say that they need to design more runs for Pickett that are planned from the outset. Now, they did have one of those design runs this weekend. It wasn't great. But if he has a knack and an ability and a skill set there, capitalize on it. Take advantage. Incorporate it. It's easier for a rookie quarterback to take off and run than it is for him to throw. And that could help build some confidence, build some momentum. So I'll be curious to see this weekend if there are more designed runs if we do see Kenny pull it down and run it a little bit because I think there is some potential there to help this offense get better and improve, not just in the rushing attack. Think about this too. 
it's going to improve the pass game because it's again, it's just another element of attack on the offense that the defense has to prepare for. So now if he's dropping back the pass, your corners and linebackers are going to be thinking twice, like, all right, I, I got my man in coverage here, but also, hey, he could pull down at any moment and run it. I think it's a concept worth exploring here, and I think it can help this offense grow. So just my take, something I was thinking about. But again, I, I just want to put this out there too. Nice win by the Steelers, but still long, long ways to go. This weekend's contest versus the Bengals will be an important indicator to see if they really are getting better because they're a quality opponent. They're going to be pissed off being that they lost to the Steelers their first contest to start the year. And they're going to bring everything that the Steelers can handle and more because they want this game. They need this game if they want to stay in contention for the AFC North title. So we're going to learn a lot about this Pittsburgh Steelers team and if they really have turned a corner and have started to get better this weekend. We're, we're going to learn that. We're going to find that out. They can absolutely get it done, but they have to get better. They have to get better every game. They have to get better on the, imp- the improvements that they showed in the Saints game. If they could do that every game here on out through the end of the season, they could definitely get back to some level of respectability. And while that may frustrate some fans who want a top 10 NFL draft pick, the goal is to win the game. That's the goal. You don't play for draft picks. Anyway, studying, 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 studying. That's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up. Episode number 453 of the study session. My gratitude to Yins. Thank you so much for being supporters of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. Don't forget to check out the latest edition of the Still City Insider podcast with Jim Wexel. It's linked in the show notes. Check out Jim's new book, On the Clock. Still waiting for my copy. He said that he sent it to me. I don't believe him. I didn't get it yet. Man. Anyway, Studians, I hope you have a phenomenal week. Make it a positive week. Get out there and do those things that make you happy, make you fulfilled. Do something positive for those special people in your life. And remember, on this gorgeous Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. Life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.